Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Jane Abujaude. More than 230 women from 51 countries participated in this podcast, and Jane is the first woman representing Lebanon. Jane is a Lebanese fashion model, actress, fitness lover, and influencer living in Dubai, the United Arab Emirates. Jane loves dancing, drifting, sports, acting, modeling, advertising, and catwalk. She is a certified beautician with eight qualifications. She does makeup, microblading, and she is an advisor for any beauty procedures you might need. Jane, how are you today? Hello, I'm good. Thank you so much for your beautiful introduction. I'm honored, I'm lucky, and very privileged to have you here. I thank you. And I'm very curious to know more about you, to share about who you are, the person behind the image. And so I'll begin with this nice first question. Jane, if your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Um, so first to start, I don't have friends. <laughs> I wish if I have friends. But I think if I had friends, um, they will think that I'm a friendly person. I give more than I take. I'm a person who likes to study. I don't like to waste my time. I like to study. I like to work. So I don't have this free time for my friends, actually. Thank you. Okay, I'm curious about this. I have to know. Is it really that you don't have friends because you don't have time? Is it you don't have friends because you emigrated from different places, so it's difficult to make consistent friends? Or is it a little bit like some women are jealous of you because of the influence you have, the beauty, whatever it is, so it becomes difficult to make friendship? So all these um, points that you had mentioned, it's all true. <laughs> And to add on this, that yes, I'm trying for now more to um, concentrate on my studies, to concentrate on more to improve myself, to improve my career, to build a business for my future, instead of just going out, uh, having some uh, shots or some drinks with my friends. So I'm trying more to focus on myself, to stay alone more. Perfect. I love this because this project is about inspiring women confidence, inspiring their ability to be powerful. And an important part of that is when you have your own business so that you have your own income, you have more independence to live life in the way you want. So tell me more about this. 
One, what is your advice for women who want to start their own business but don't have experience? And two, what is the reality of being a woman entrepreneur? Entrepreneur that maybe some people do not imagine, but it's the reality of what you need to succeed. So for me, two days ago, I was honored to join uh, one of the conventions that happened in Dubai Opera about women empowerment. And some of them, they really inspired me. Like I met one lady there. She's 75 years old. She has five sick, five ch- children. And uh, she wrote a book one year ago. And uh, her book is selling uh, very good in the market. So I was really influenced by her. She was just coming from uh, Paris Fashion Week. She's 75 years old. She's model. She's mother. She's everything. So for me, a woman can be a mother, can be a sister, can be a daughter, can be a businesswoman, can be everything she just wants to be. She just be. She must be dedicated. She must have consistency in her work and sustainability. She must just think what she wants, who she is, what she wants, where she want to be, what she wants to do, what's her career that she would like to have, not what her parents want her to work, what they sh- want her to marry. She should not follow anyone and she should just trust herself, do whatever she just feels free to, you know, what she really wants to do. So for me, uh, the thing I hate about this society, society is how people see women as weak person and they don't trust them when it comes to work. Their understanding of the word woman is very wrong, as I see. Every woman has the right to express herself by choosing her clothes, by, by choosing her husband, and by choosing her job, whatever she likes to work. So everything I have done in my life and every choice I have made has been this result of my complete freedom and conviction. A woman can work in all fields and do all her hobbies that our society believes are only suitable for men. And this way of thinking is very wrong. A woman can donate in any field she enters as long as she has experience, wisdom, and quick wit to solve sudden problems. And she adds to her work, her delicacy in dealing. So for entrepreneurs, she can, she can do a great job because for me, I feel women are more sensitive. They are more friendly. They are more, they have more delicacy in their uh, dealing in their work. So it's very important equality between men and women, whether in external work or internal work related to the home, such as raising children and others. So for me, I'm a woman with a solid voice and presence, and I was born to be an active member in the development of society and to positive influence each human in this world. I love that. I agree 100% with every word you said. And so I want to know even more, because as you spoke about, there might be some prejudice against some women, especially like you spoke about yourself, that you have a loud voice and you're a contributing member of society, etc. Are there some things that people, when they first meet you, they expect you to be different to uh, what, like, when they first meet you, do they have a stereotype about you that when they know you, they think, wow, you're very different from what I imagined. For example, they might think you're a snob or you're not very smart or anything like that. And then they know you later and discover new things about you. And what is that so that you can share with people who maybe 
only know you from social media so that they know the truth about Jane? Yeah, so actually when people saw me or met me for the first time, they think that I'm arrogant person, that I'm not friendly, that I'm mind closed, but actually I'm not like that. So once they will meet me more, they come take pictures with me, they say hello, I answered back hello with a great smile. So I ask them about their social media, we exchange numbers, social media accounts, I take their email. Uh, I propose for them some work. I start inviting them for my events. I call them. I follow up with them. Why you didn't come? I'm waiting for you. I reserve for you a seat on my table. You look very beautiful today. I like your outfit. When they will see me commenting on them, influencing them, even I ask them to build a career for them, to create a business, even if she's married, to create something from home, not to just being this type of woman with children. So at least if anyone will ask her, who are you? She will not answer, oh, wow, I'm a woman. I'm mother for two kids. No, you will say, I have my own company. I have my own beauty field business. I opened a beauty center. I opened a fitness center. I'm dietitian. I did something for this world. So this is what I'm advising women. And when they are, when they are seeing me, how friendly I am, how I don't feel jealous from any woman, I have self-confidence. So they start changing their minds at me. But always we have this first impression where they destroy the person without even saying hello, without even knowing him. They just want to just give this uh, bad feedback from far to far with distance. I understand 100%. And to move even into a more positive field, you are a beauty advisor, you help women understand whoever like they want to improve within themselves so that they feel even better and the person they see in the mirror is the one that they want to be well what is the most motivating or exciting thing for you about the beauty field and helping women improve their beauty is there something like you feel your impact in their lives? Do you think they will be more confident when they look more beautiful so they will conquer the world? Do you feel when they're beautiful, then also uh, they will uh, look better on their social media and so they'll be proud of themselves and all that? Or what about you specifically makes you fascinated and in love with uh, being a beauty advisor and dealing within the beauty field when helping women? I personally have been bullied and I took this bullying as an incentive for my successes and began to develop myself until I reached this stage. And that is only the beginning for me. I'm always working on improving myself. I'm learning every day from my mistakes and from others' mistakes. So for me, also bullying is something very bad in this uh, society. Everyone just see, let's say, a woman, she's fat. After her pregnancy, she had some uh, issues. She became uh, overweight. She has fat. She's not fit like other ladies. They start, start bullying each others, which for me is something very wrong because each woman in her life, she will pass through all of these uh, levels and stages. So we are human. It's natural for everyone to be fat, to be short, to be tall, to have a hormonal issue, to have like uh, something bad in their skin, skin disorders, skin issues. So we should always motivate each other. We should support and influence 
each others instead of bullying each others because some uh, women they are very like a young girl they are still building their self they are still growing up so it's very bad to grow up a kid or grow up a girl on this habits on bullying and on all of this uh, the, the girl will start doing this at uh, her school with her friends so she will grow up on this uh, level of bullying so that's why always I like to motivate women. I like to advise women whenever I see that maybe I can change something with her hair color. Maybe I can change her nail shape. Maybe she doesn't know which color of outfit and which style of out outfit suits her. So I can advise her if she has any problem with her marriage with her husband. I can improve this by changing her look, changing her style, working on her personality. Uh, I can give her life coach, mental health sessions. So she will start more working out. She will start go out to the society instead of uh, put her inside the home like a bird inside his case. So it's good to go explore the world, explore the trends, be on social media, follow the influencer, follow a role model that she feels comfortable, she likes her style, she likes her lifestyle, she likes her vibes. She takes some energy and energy and positive vibes from this person instead of just sitting at home and closing on ourselves. So for me, I feel very nice energy whenever I will influence any woman. For me, this is happiness. Instead of going buying something for myself, I feel happy. But I feel more happy, more energetic, more positivity whenever I help a person to develop himself or to achieve whatever it's in their mind. I love that. That's truly inspirational. And I sense your ambition and your bravery to go after your goals. So I'll ask you about living in Dubai because you're Lebanese going and living in Dubai and you said you don't have really time to have many friends. It's both a city of many opportunities and a city with many difficulties where it's difficult because everybody there is trying to succeed. How was your experience? What is the reality of life in Dubai? Maybe some women are desiring from all over the world. They're listening to you now and they're like, I want to go live in Dubai, but I only visited as a tourist. I don't know how it is if I start a business there, if I meet new people. So can you share a bit more? Of course, Dubai is beautiful and great, and it has some difficulties. So can you speak about your own experience? Uh, after the disaster and uh, the corona, we had this explosion in August, if you remember. So after all of this, I decided to come to Dubai to move all my life here because I was really suffering in Lebanon. I was crying every day. Um, I felt disaster. I wasn't happy at all. I didn't have any goal, any thing to achieve in my life. I felt like my life just, it was the end. Like what they were saying about 2012, I felt it when we had the explosion in Lebanon. I lost my business that I built for more than seven years, building this business, working 20 hours a day. So I felt like uh, totally destroyed. So I start putting a goal that I need to move step forward. I cannot keep thinking about the past and about what happened. I should just start looking to my future and do something to improve myself instead of just sitting and crying about 
the pandemic that's happened. So when I decided to take a step and to move to Dubai uh, without hesitation or thinking in any negative uh, vibes. So after this, uh, I start working on my uh, finance. So how to earn money to travel to Dubai. So here was all my focus. And I decided to make a passport because uh, all the places, the people on charge to make passport, they closed and no one was working. So even my father, he told me that, Jane, how are you going to make a passport if everyone is closed, no one is working, who are going to make your passport? How you will travel to Dubai if you don't have money, you don't have experience, you don't have family outside, you don't have friends. You don't have uncle, you don't have aunt, you don't have anyone. How you will manage yourself? My mom started telling me, uh, how you gonna eat? Who will cook for you? Who will clean your home? What you will do? My sister, she told me, you don't have friends, you don't have sister, you will die. You cannot do anything there. It's not your country. You will come back to Lebanon crying. So no one was motivating me and I felt I'm really upset because they was feeling like we don't want to lose our daughter. We just want her to sit with us, to stay with us. We love her. We want her to stay with us, to be here in Lebanon. But I knew that I will not be safe in Lebanon. And even I cannot build a business again because I cannot trust again. Wherever you will start building a business again for, let's say, six to seven years, you will sleep, wake up, you lost your business. You don't have anything which is so bad for me. I, I like stability in my life. I want to build something that I know it will stay for me. It will last. I will not lose it. I will not lose all my effort. So I started importing and exporting from China. And then I created a brand, Jane's Beauty for Nail, Polish and Beauty Product, Tattoo Machines, Skincare Product, Makeup Product, everything you can imagine in beauty field. And I was using applications similar to the application we have in Dubai. It's Dubizil. In Lebanon, it was OLX. So I started taking professional picture for all the items that I was shipping from China. And I was displaying it with full details on uh, my personal account, personal shop, small shop that I created in this application that time. So I started working like a normal company, you know, I had my own uh, products. I had, I was uh, distributing to the suppliers. I was dealing with lots of companies, lot of beauty salon, beauty centers, medical center. So I started distributing and I started growing up in the market more and more and more. So after I had some items left from the explosion in my uh, beauty salon, so I decided as well to sell this item that it was left for me there. So I sell it as well. And I was working more than 20 hours in a day and I was working in nail polish remover. So I started creating this bad smell at home where my mom, she was totally angry on me. She said, please, this is not a work office. This is not your company. You cannot just work like this in our home. <laughs> we cannot sleep with this smell. So I started going somewhere else where I can continue my work until I had some amount and I booked my first ticket to Dubai and I did my visa. I finished my passport. I was working even 45 to one hour a day just to go and grab this uh, service taxi 
to reach my office where I can go and work. So even I was working and paying from my pocket sometimes because you have some, some time you will lose in your business. So after this, I started having a stability in my work. I sell everything and I booked, as I told you, my first uh, flight, first ticket to Dubai. And I was saying in my brain that Jane, whatever will happen with you, you will never just throw everything you did, everything you built and give up and go back to your country, knocking on the door of your parents, telling them I failed. This will never happen. I promised myself, even if I will sleep in the metro, even if I will sleep in the beach, I will never come back unless I succeed. Unless I'm coming back, I'm entrepreneur, I'm businesswoman, I open my career, I'm going just to visit them, to send gifts, to say just, hello, I'm here. You see me? I did something good. Can you see it? So uh, I survived in Dubai for three years until now. Even I stepped forward from surviving and I, I started building myself more, understanding on the country more. I had to study here again because all my certificates in Lebanon wasn't approved in Dubai. My driving license wasn't approved in uh, Dubai. So I had to make new bank account, new driving, li driving license, new home, new furniture, new clothes, new makeup kit, new products. Everything was new for me, new studies, new certificates. Only friends, it wasn't here. Because for me, if you are coming to build yourself, there is no space for friends. Maybe online friends, you can call them, they can support me online. I can ask them for a question, they can help me, they can send me numbers. But to go sit in Starbucks, chill, watch cinema, go to have some drinks, I don't have this time. For me, I prefer instead of going drinking uh, with them or having cinema or whatever I will do to sit, uh, study new language, read about someone inspiring, uh, about a role model, about someone who succeeded in his life, read a book, uh, think about my future, where I will be, what I want to do, who I am, where I am, where I want to be, to draw all of this on a paper and start thinking like if you are building uh, an apartment, you will not start with a rooftop. You will start thinking from where you will start, how many employees you need, what's the product you need, what are the steps required to build this apartment. And then you will put the steps, you will have the product, you will start managing your team. So for me, since I'm working alone, it was little hard on me because even on my social media account, I had to manage my account. I had to do my makeup, to do my hair, to cook, to clean, to go work, to study, to go on the events, to make interviews. And I was pampering myself maybe one to two times per month or per week. I go on spa, I make jacuzzi, I make massage. Maybe one time per month, I go watch cinema, I go drink with my friends. I don't drink alcohol, like everything is virgin, virgin uh, pina colada and all of this. I hate drinking alcohol because this is a very important point in my, in my life. I'm Christian and my parents doesn't mind if I drink alcohol or no. But for me, I prefer to be a stable person, focused person, where I will know where's my key, how to go back home, how to drive my car. 
So I know I have full responsibility because I'm living alone. I cannot come back drunk to my home. My father is sending me taxi. My mom is cooking for me. I don't work. I'm princess, like this type of girl that I used to see this quote on Facebook and laughing. So no, I don't have this life. I wasn't raised with gold. I need to build myself. I need to be focusing, to be responsible. I need to wake up 6 a.m. in the morning, go to Abu Dhabi to my work from Dubai, to Abu Dhabi office, head office. So I have my own responsibility in my life. I don't care if my friends, they are DJ, they are sleeping in their uh, parents' home. They don't have any responsibility. They can just uh, drink until 9 a.m. in the morning, get drunk and just go sleep in the street. This is not the life I deserve. And this is not the life that I was looking for. So uh, when I was uh, building myself in Dubai for the first week, I started going, doing interviews, giving my CV for everyone. There was lots of liars in Dubai. They are they was promising me actually with uh, work, with a good budget. Uh, everything was uh, was lies. So always I have in my life plan A. B, C, D, E. I don't just count on plan A because I know you cannot trust people, especially when you are moving to new country, new people, new society. You don't know, you cannot expect anything from anyone. You don't have friends, you don't have parents, you don't have anyone. No one is your friends until they prove the opposite. So uh, I had in my pocket $200 so I was struggling, like, oh my God, how can I continue my life now? I just have $200. My hotel is 100 per night. So I decided to move to a cheaper place where I can stay near the metro so I can manage myself. I started buying chicken, eating the same chicken, dividing the quantity of this chicken to stay until two to three days. And I didn't have even microwave in my hotel room and you're not allowed even to take this chicken to the restaurant because you didn't purchase it from this restaurant. And if you will purchase it from this restaurant, the price for sure is double, triple and more. So I had to purchase the chicken from outside, eat my chicken cold, and even keep it in the fridge for two to three days to have my meal for two to three days. I start drinking juice, eating some biscuits. I just need to survive. I don't care what I'm eating. I'm just focusing on my promise that I promised myself I will never come back to Lebanon with failure. So uh, one Lebanese like restaurant and lounge, they called me, they saw my CV and they told me you can start work from tomorrow. I said, but you didn't even uh, intro interviewed me. I, you, we didn't have any interview. You didn't saw my CV. They said, yeah, we saw your CV and we think you're fitting for this position that you are looking for. Just come tomorrow and start. So I was shaking because I had only five days and my visa will end and I had to come back to my Lebanon, to my country, Lebanon. And my mom that time, she told me, if you will come back to Lebanon, make sure no one will open for you the door. We cannot afford you in our home anymore. You just left us. We don't have any children, any girl that will leave her parents and come back after. What our uh, neighbor will say, what our family will say about you. She just left her parents. She went for visiting Dubai and she came back empty. You didn't even work. You didn't do nothing. So I was literally confused, lost, struggling. 
Will I uh, success in this new position? How it will be? What if this manager wants to be my boyfriend and he will start putting some rules? So I was really struggling. But I said, this is good opportunity for me. I should stand up and be very strong. And thanks God what he gave me before my visa and five days. And I should be very responsible. So I started going for this restaurant as a booking manager and floor manager. And it was the first time I work in hospitality. I'm a beauty therapist. Usually I manage my own salon. I'm a leader. I don't work as a manager. I sit people on their table. I'm, I'm closing the data. I'm closing all the numbers on the system. So it was lit, really hard on me, especially I was working at night. My job was to work in the morning and now I'm night person. I'm working night shift till, till 3, 4 a.m. closing this restaurant. So I felt like I'm losing my life. I become sleeping till 3 p.m. after I go to my work. I go again on my home 3 a.m. So I'm skipping my lunch. I'm skipping my breakfast. I wasn't feeling comfortable, but this was the only option that I had. So after I started noticing that the boss there wants to be in a relationship with me, so I didn't felt secure anymore. And I was very smart that time because I took all my savings on the side and uh, I was continuing on my same schedule of food because I know I cannot spend my uh, money on food or taxis because what if I will lose this job? I will have again to go back to Lebanon because it's not easy in Dubai to find a job just like that in your click. It doesn't work like that. So I started uh, applying for another job where I submitted my CV in WhatsApp group, jobs group, to a real estate company. It was Damak. Even I didn't have any uh, experience in that field as well. So they called me for an interview and I was so happy. And even I was shaking more than the first time. So I did my first interview with them while I was still working in hospitality, but as I told you, I wasn't feeling safe at all. So I went there in the interview. I saw 3,200 lady, you can say models, waiting on the door. So the manager, she called me, she said, please fill your name and contact details in the waiting list. I said, excuse me, sorry. She said, yeah, there's one hour or more wait to wait. There is a 3,200 lady before you. They already sign up. I was like, what the hell? Is it a beauty pageant or where I am? What is this company like? Why all of these ladies? They are here. I don't have any chance even to be there. Oh my God, I need to leave. I called my friend. I said, this place is not for me. Please come pick me up. I need to leave. He said, Jane, I trust you. You are very beautiful. You are very smart. You are very educated. You speak like four language. This is exactly what they are looking for real estate company. So you fit for this job and they will pick you. Even if there was 20,000 girls, you are the only shining lady there. Just trust yourself, go through this interview and let me know what will happen. So four offices, they interviewed me there that time. First, the manager, then the line manager, then the CEO, the owner, even the secretary, the, the cleaner wants to interview me. So I was like, oh my God, what is this company? Why it's that big? Why it's that complicated? So first question he asked me that time, the manager, he was Lebanese as well. He told me, who are you? 
So it was the first time I do interview in my life because in Lebanon, I was owner. I never did such interviews. It was very professional life here in Dubai. So it was totally different. So I was like, oh my God, who I am? What should they say? I told him, like, I was very natural. I told him, I'm Jane. Hi, how are you? I'm a person with positive vibes. I have energy and I want to change my career. And I don't have anything to do. I don't have money. I have my job. I don't want it. I don't know exactly what I want, but you must support me because what I know is I want to do something. And for me, I'm not hesitated. I have full confidence that I would be very good in this position because I'm beautiful. I'm educated. Um, I have self-confidence. I have energy. I have positive vibes. I have lots of nice skills you will discover later. So he was like, oh, wow, that's cool. <laughs> and then he took me to the other office. I was like, oh, my God, I just finished for the first one. What will I do now in this second? Like with the power of God, I passed the first one. What will I do now? So I went there. I saw one blonde lady looking at me from down to up, from up to down. I was like, oh, my God. Now for sure she would put zero skills for me. She would rate me zero. So I went there. First, I started Hi, how are you? You look so beautiful. You are very nice. I started telling her nice things. So maybe she will not feel jealous from me. She will not rate me bad with the interview. <laughs> so I gave her some self-confidence. I always try this way because some people, when they will see successful women or beautiful women, they will fire her from work or they will not approve on her uh, CV when she to join the company because they will feel jealous from the beginning. So I was trying to broke this uh, barrier between me and her so she will feel comfortable with me. And this is what I exactly did. So after I finished also with this one, I met four to five uh, people in that office. I did five interviews and I left. Nothing was confirmed. I didn't receive any message, confirmation, anything. I went down. My friend was waiting me in the car. He was Iranian. And when I saw him, I told him, I don't think they will take me. Uh, I messed up a lot. He said, no, Jane, just be comfortable with yourself and trust yourself because I believe in you. So you must believe in yourself. I said, I believe in myself. I love myself, but I don't have experience. He said, no need for experience. You have more than experience, so don't struggle. He said, they will call you again. Just trust me. And after one month, they called me again. I was like, oh my God, they are calling me. Maybe they are fake. He said, no, Chain, they are not fake. They are a very popular company. <laughs> Just you are shortlisted for the second interview. Just be happy. So in the second interview... I received a call from the HR office in, in my uh, company that I was already working with in the hospitality. They are telling me that I was terminated. I was like, oh my God, I'm terminated. That's cool. But I have at least another opportunity waiting for me. It's not confirmed yet, but at least I was shortlisted for the second interview. Means like I have a chance. So when I went there, I met the security. He told me he was uh, Palestinian. He told me, remember when I told you if you will not have good relationship with your boss, he will fire you? I told him, are you serious? Are you just comparing work with, uh, with personal relationship? I'm professional lady. I don't deal like that. I cannot build 
a relationship with my manager just to don't terminate me. I don't care about this company. I don't care about him also. You can just go and tell him this face to face. I don't care. I can meet him and tell him this. He cannot just tell me, put rules on me like, okay, I will keep you in that work, but you should be my girlfriend. It doesn't work like that with me. Even if I would suffer, even if I would go back to my country poor, you cannot just come and put rules on me. If I like you, I will be with you. Not because I need you, because I like you. Even if I will sleep in the street, if I don't like you, it's not a business relationship. I don't build this type of relationship. So he said, okay, then go now and manage yourself. Let me see how you survive. <laughs> he was like that. I was like, oh my God, why there is a lot of bad people here? It's different than my country. How will I survive here? Then I said, Halas, who care about one guy? Who cares? Okay, I signed my termination. I left. I went to the second interview in that company for real estate. And after this, I was shortlisted to the third and fourth and fifth interview. So actually, they took three ladies only from 3,200 ladies. So I was me. Lebanese girl, one Russian girl, and one Syrian girl. We was only three girls that time from out of 3,200 ladies participating, applying for this position. So I felt like I'm a really lucky person. And I felt like I'm a I'm good person in life. I have my present. I can prove myself to the world. So I started working in real estate. And then I started moving from field to field to field. Opportunities started knocking my door. I started going, knocking some doors. Some of them, they will close the door in your face and some they will open. But for me, I always have one rule in my life. Don't just sit and wait for people to knock your door. Go and knock the door and reach out to people because some opportunities will come to you because you will bring it to yourself. You cannot just sit home drinking your coffee, lying on the sofa, putting one leg on the other, and just waiting for your prince, for your king to just come knock the door on his horse, white horse, and tell you, oh, come my lady, I want to marry you. I will open for you a business. I need you in my company. This is a diamond. You cannot expect this beautiful life because even it doesn't exist. If it will come, fine, I'm lucky. But if it will not come, I'm ready because I built myself in the worst life anyone can imagine. So if anything good will come around, that's perfect. I'm ready for it. And if anything bad will come to me, I'm also ready for it. Because I did not trade, as I told you, with gold and diamond. I created myself. Jane, for me, it's a brand that I created it. Thank you so much, Jane. That was such an inspiring story. I love everything about that. I love the ambition. And I have one last question, which I want to know. Before, when you were in Lebanon, you said, even before the explosion, you spent seven years building your business, working 20 hours a day. And now you're working very hard. You don't have time for friends. You even were willing to divide the food to, if you had to sleep on the beach or the metro, you would do it. So before you moved to Dubai and before the explosion, what was motivating you to work 20 hours a day? And now I understand that 
a lot of what motivates you is you don't want to return to Lebanon with nothing. And then, like you said, your family was angry, etc. I want to understand your motivation. And how do you keep yourself from burning out? Because it's possible that you get too exhausted with this life. How do you keep yourself okay so that you have more energy? Okay, thank you for this amazing question. Actually, to avoid being exhausted, that's why I keep myself in a close place where I can really focus on my goals to achieve it. Because I'm trying to avoid as much as possible any distraction, any uh, exhausting vibes from any friend, from anyone. Because there is lots of people, they will not motivate you. They will not tell you, yes, go for it and do this. No. Even they don't have any idea about this. Let I'll give you an example. If you will go do a nose job, even if they didn't have this experience before, they don't know even the feeling, they will just start telling you, oh my God, your face will become red, your face will become blue, you will die, maybe you will not wake up, uh, the doctor will kill you, your nose will be too high, you will look like a pig. They will start giving you this drama, this negative vibes, without even experiencing this experience. So there is a lot of exhausted people where they will try to put all of this bad energy on you. That's why I put myself in a box. I close on myself. I don't allow any negativity to come distract me in my world because I created this world for myself. And what was motivating me? You don't need anyone to motivate you. You are just yourself. You stand up every day in the mirror. You are brushing your hair. You are washing your face. You will say, I'm beautiful. Because I love myself and I'm beautiful, I will never accept to be a loser, to be a failure woman. I just want to be the best version of myself. And after the first contract that I signed, I sent it to my father. He was like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. And now my parents, they are my best friends. They trust me. They know that, okay, I know there's lots of bad people in this world, but you cannot think that your daughter that was raised on your good culture, on your good rules, everything you implemented in me, if I will change country, I will lose it? No, for sure. Because I I I grew up with a great family. My father and my mother, there was... They loved each other. I see my parents every day at home. My mom, she's not the type going for a lounge, having drinks, going for shopping. No, every day I come home, I see my father after his work. He come work with me on my studies after my school. My mom, she's cooking, she's cleaning. My sister, she's studying with me. We are only two sisters. So I had this great family since my childhood. So I was raised with, I was very lucky to be raised with this type of family where I saw all Lebanon respect my father. My father is a a lawyer. So everyone was respecting my father. Everywhere I go, some of them, they give me free, something free, let's say free drink. Uh, They invite me for a lot of things just because he he was my father. So such a beautiful thing to to have uh, parents like my parents. But the problem is, the, the old uh, like the old lifestyle that was in Lebanon, the old culture, how they was thinking, the way of thinking in years ago. So uh, they used to think that my daughter, I need to protect my daughter. I don't have a son, so I should capture her here. But what I saw is I know my parents, they love me, but it's not always 
what your parents will tell you it's the right because sometimes it's right from their side from their perspective but it's not right from mine because i was seeing myself as helium balloon you know the helium balloon he's trying to fly and you are just putting all the way down on the floor with this uh, rubber just to don't allow this balloon to fly but if someone will cut this rubber the balloon will fly if you will remove this heavy weight from from down of the balloon this balloon helium will fly will fly and you can you cannot even find it he will go up and up and up until he disappeared it disappeared in the sky so i saw myself same this balloon and i just want to fly but my parents are scared to losing this balloon and they are just pulling me down i don't want to be down just let me fly i wanted to be an actress they said no focus on your studies you cannot be actress actress is not good my sister wanted to be singer no no singer is not good why we must change all of this I can be bad lawyer, I can be a bad uh, beautician, I can be bad singer, uh, I can be bad civil engineer, let's say. I can do whatever I want in a good way and correct way, and I can be wrong and bad in anything as well I can do. So it's all about what you decide to do and who you want to be, as I told you in the beginning. So they were scared that maybe my daughter, she will be lost when she will go to Dubai. She will have some boyfriend. She will not study anymore. She will go maybe with a sugar daddy. I'm not that type of girl. I told him, father, you must trust me. This is what you raised me to be. This is all your culture that you implemented in me. You cannot just now uh, struggle and be afraid and to don't trust me and to say maybe my daughter will be like other girls in Dubai. In each country, if you want to make something wrong, you can make it. If I was like that, I could do it while you are sleeping in Lebanon or next to my home. I can tell you I'm going to the gym, I'm going to my work. But you had a great example in front of your life, in front of your eyes. You saw me working for 20 hours. You was asking me to go sleep and to stop working. They came to me telling me, we'll give you money, stop working like that, you will die. You're not living your life. You're not going with your friends. So I said, I didn't came for this world to enjoy my life. I'm here now to suffer and to enjoy after. When I'm 50, 60, 70, I will start thinking to enjoy. But I don't want now to enjoy and lose my life. And once I'm 60, maybe my husband will die. How can I survive my children? How can I raise them? How can I spend money on them? How can I brought them food, clothes, pay their hospital, pay, pay their uh, studies, I will struggle. No, I want to work now, save for my future, to be happy in my future. So same what my parents did. They already, they did this exactly. They never enjoyed their life. They never traveled just to keep something for me and my sister. So when I'm in that age, they will not need me to pay them their hospitals, their work, their, fee, their, their food, anything. So no, they just want me to work. Everything I collect, just spend it on yourself, build yourself. We don't need anything from you. So they didn't enjoy anything in their life to because they were thinking 50 years later when they will have me in that age. So I will not have, uh, I will not be forced to work to feed them or to send them money from country to country. So until today, they never even ask me to transfer money. They don't even accept any money from me, any gift. They don't accept anything. They just want me to be who I am, who they 
raised me and just to work on myself, to do a business, to save some money and just to enjoy my life. Thank you so much, Jane. This was such a privilege and I really, really, really enjoyed listening to your experience, sharing your voice, understanding your truth. I know that everyone who listens will feel they understand you more. I heard your voice and thank you so much for participating in this podcast. Thank you so much, Aziz, for having me here. I was really honored and I hope to see you soon. (laughs) 